Welcome to No Content, a podcast produced by Big Slate Media in Knoxville, Tennessee. No Content is a podcast full of content made by content creators. New trends, big ideas, expert opinions, and all the need to know on how to keep your content fresh and fly. Today's episode is the BSM Q&A Holiday Spectacular. Cue them jingle bells. Ha <laughs> <laughs> oh, Merry Chrysler. <laughs> so this is a very special episode of no content because we have the entire big slate media crew right here at this podcasting table what up what up i'm crying a little it's amazing that we fit 40 people in here Uh, I'm just kidding. There's only five of us. Well, and and Chris. It's also a, a monumental moment because I don't believe our listeners have met Caitlin. Exactly. We are so excited to announce and introduce the newest addition to the Big Slate Media crew. Why don't you introduce yourself, Caitlin? Hi, I'm Caitlin. I am Big Slate Media's newest DP, editor, and photographer. What, what? And she's yeah. always got bonus jobs. So today is going to be a really fun, laid back episode of no content. Uh, if you follow us on social media, you may have seen that we were accepting questions about anything and everything to do with content, video, social media, marketing, and Jonathan's personal life. Nothing was off limits. <laughs> Absolutely nothing is off limits today. So we have some pretty amazing questions that were submitted to us from you, our loyal fans and followers, but we're actually going to get this Q&A sesh going with some softball questions that were submitted by some of the staff members here at Big Slate Media, you know, just to get the juices flowing a little bit. Uh, First one comes from Sam Parker, our very own childish Sambino, wants to know what our dream project would be. Ah. First off, I'd like to give a big shout out for the pre-pro bros. Sam, thanks for repping on those questions as a pre-pro bro. Yeah, absolutely. I figured that I could, uh, if I knew the questions beforehand, I could cheat a little bit because that's kind of how I got through college. What up? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, speaking, I feel like he should answer that question since he asked it. Oh, yeah? You want to answer it? Yeah, go ahead, Sam. Uh, I'd say I'd like to get into more narrative style. We haven't really done anything with a full script and kind of breaking down using actors and so i'd like to do that we do we do tell stories but a lot of times it's kind of more visually and not so much with dialogue heavy so i'd like to do some dialogue heavy stuff and kind of tell a complete story in a narrative style that sounds awesome that'd be fun jonathan i feel like we're doing one of your dream projects right now we are we are 100 percent. you want to talk about that yeah sure we're working with bell helicopter and it is definitely a dream project because we get to work with airplanes yeah and well, helicopters, but close enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think the dream, sometimes uh, you know you know this this could be answered probably as a dream client as well, even if it's not about mm-hmm. what the project actually is. It could be about the client that mm-hmm. you're doing it with. I think it'd be. I don't know. I don't know what my dream client is. Mine would be really anything that's do that has to do with the performing arts. So one of our projects we're doing right now is with uh, the UT Carousel Theater, which has been super fun. But if we could do any and all video for a theater company or even a, a performance in itself, like a music video or something like that would be a dream for me. It's amazing to me that we are where we are as a company and we haven't made a music video yet. 
Yeah. Like it's like yeah. a rite of passage as a video producer. You like shoot weddings and you make music videos for your friends. That's like a real thing. Uh, teen Spirit, <laughs> if you want to hit us up, yeah. info at bigslatemedia.com. Nah. Or actually, I think Johnny probably has Jonathan's uh, cell number. So <laughs> I think I've kind of dropped the ball on that whole thing. So no. anyway. Uh, we can do something with the pre-pro bros. Oh, yeah. The pre-pro bros. Uh, big hit single coming out uh, by June. Yeah, we, we, we can't we can't say anything more than that. Uh, anyway, our lawyers advise us not to. I think uh, I I echo what Jess said. I, I like I like doing stuff with the arts, um, but I also think like kind of Sam said narrative. I think one of mine would be uh, just story heavy. I mean, we've talked so much about brand stories, and I feel like we haven't really we haven't truly been able to do like the brand story that we want to cover. And I, I love that idea of getting to follow a brand and, and be really kind of obscure and show things that are very cinematic about how they're putting their love into their craft and stuff like that. So I'd love to do some stuff like that. I think there's something to be said for that, that like as a company, you kind of have to do, we've talked about this. I feel like some as a company, you kind of have to do some of the projects that not that you don't want to do, but that aren't like, creatively uh you know they're pulling the creative juices out of you but they're like factually correct and like important in their own way but like as creators as as videographers we like love the obscure we love the abstract and we love mm. the, the narrative and the story and like yeah i i agree with that it's yeah. like it's something it's like within us yeah that we want to do which absolutely. is cool absolutely absolutely that's awesome, guys. All right. Our next question. Documentaries would be fun, too. Sorry, oh. Jess. <laughs> Go ahead, Jess. Okay. Just in time. <laughs> Stop that one in there. Our next question was actually submitted by uh, two staff members, both Sam and Lucas, want to know if they're getting a raise. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask that. So I'll, I'll, chime, that in. I'll chime in on that. Um, I, um, How do you prove that was even me that asked that? <laughs> It, I think we should, Instagram tells us. I think we should skip. I think we should skip this question. No, I, I don't think we should. No, in. I've got a great answer for this. I think instead we of instead it. of saying no, which was my first gut reaction, it was just hard no. I'll say not yet. Oh, oh wow! Is that, is some that hope gives like, you yeah. some holiday yeah. hope. My Their production company is in Knoxville looking for uh, <laughs> a new employee. <laughs> uh, two pre-production superstars are looking for new jobs. Uh, I. <laughs> I'm out of here. I, sorry, that was my friend that got my phone, Jonathan. Nice, we got a Foley artist over here. Yeah, I, I butt dialed that question in on that. That was some bad radio, Jonathan. All right, nobody could see you walking out, but you just sat back down. We could still hear you laughing. <laughs> okay, last uh, last real staff submitted question here. Even though we got some some honorable mentions, include Caitlin's. Can someone bring donuts to this thing? There are no donuts. There are no donuts, and I wish we would have, so you would have had something to eat. <laughs> Crackers and donuts. <laughs> but uh, Lucas, our very own Lucas Cooper, wants to know, you know, as this decade comes to a close and we mm. are about to enter 2020, what is a trend that died during the past decade that you wish wouldn't have died? Mm. First first reaction for me, Vine. Rest in peace. Vine was my absolute favorite social networking Wait, platform. Wait, which decade are we talking about? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I dropped what I was going to say, but I dropped a, a fidget spinner on the ground just now, and I was going to say fidget spinners. Yikes. <laughs> Chris, do you have a cricket? <laughs> I'm going to go with Jess and say Vine. I still watch. <laughs> I still watch Vines. 
I do too. On YouTube, yeah. I keep this bad baby on me 24-7. Oh, wow. You really have one. You can, if you listen closely, you can hear the fidget spinner. Oh, wait, no, that's crickets from Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Was that actually crickets? Oh, so, Chris. So, this, this past decade, Jonathan, 2010 through oh, 2019, okay. yeah, yeah, what's yeah, a trend sure. that died that you wish wouldn't have died? I feel like yours is avocado toast. Avocado toast is dead? Yeah, I'm about to say I had it. I haven't really had that last week. Dude, I had it like last week. Yeah. I've never had it. I, don't, okay. I thought it was like a 2015 thing. I, really I think compassion and love for one another. We need to bring that back. Gosh. Yeah, I agree with that. And also conspiracy theories about the Illuminati. Those need to come back. Uh, You never drop that. So that's still alive and well. Yeah, Yeah, if you guys want to know some good conspiracies, go ahead and hit me up on Instagram. (laughs) At Lucas Cooper, all lowercase. All right. With that, I say it's time to move into the actual questions. Please. (laughs) (laughs) This team doesn't know how to handle anything. (laughs) Our first question comes to us from our very own good friend, Derek Trimble, wants to know, how big is your biggest slate? (laughs) Very small, actually. I'll have to buy us a drink first. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely Uh, average size. We only have one slate. Yeah. So our biggest slate is the one slate. It's how you use it. Okay. All right, next question comes to us from Raincloud907, which is our friend Curtis Robertson. He wants to know if we collaborate with freelancers regularly. Absolutely. That's been one of the, the coolest ways that we've grown as a company, in all seriousness, um, has been the, the use of our freelancers and the, the amazing network of freelancers in Knoxville. Knoxville is a hard place to be a freelancer. It's not like LA or New York where you can just like have your gigs lined up month after month. You got to grind. And uh, the people that make it in the freelance world here grind um, because they know what they're doing. So um, we have some like some regulars that we go to, people that we know and trust. But uh, but yeah, we we're all the time looking for new people and and loving what's happening in this community. Yeah, and if you are a freelancer in Knoxville, I would recommend coming to uh, a Knox Media meetup. Uh, it's a just a community organization that we actually helped create, where uh, anyone in the production community in Knoxville gets together. Usually, it's a monthly program or or mixer where we just hang out, learn from each other, and talk shop. And so, if you're interested in that, go ahead and follow us on Facebook, our Facebook, or join the Facebook group and like us on Facebook. That is Knox Media. So we actually had this next question submitted twice, uh, worded a little bit differently, but I think this is something that everyone could could speak to a little bit is uh, if we see the value of video content increasing going into the next year. I mean, absolutely. We've seen how much it's grown even over the past decade. It's It's crazy. I mean, even ads going from just TV to now everywhere on the internet. I mean, you can't go to a web page without an ad or watch a YouTube video without an ad. I think it's only up from here, really. Yeah, I think that's I think that's really good insight. I also think you have to consider the mediums that you can that you can put video content on now as well. You know, there's not there's not just like she said there's no it's not just TV or you know YouTube anymore. There's so many different mediums like if you're the person that's making indie films, you know, there's there's five or six different indie film places I can think of that you can get your indie film online. Um, but in terms of advertising and marketing and stuff like that, there's 
so many mediums uh and they're only growing and so it's like every year they're coming out with new new places where you can have content there's new streaming services where you can have content on them and uh it's just it's just never stopped growing it's it's almost like the we were talking earlier today about the beginning of movies and how it was a phenomenon well we're in the midst of a phenomenon i believe of of kind of how the mediums are changing right now you know people are looking at their phones and looking at their ipads all the time and those are the places where your content needs to be and those places are continuously growing and even with vr taking more of a front seat now too it's there's a lot to be there's a lot to be discovered inside of video that I think is only to come in the next decade. Yeah, I'll chime in. I think the the what's interesting is to watch the value that you asked about the value of content, right? So like, I, it's interesting that the value I feel like ha, is maybe even decreasing, like the actual value of the content mm-hmm. because there's so much. Um, the supply is so great that the value of it's kind of going down. But the interesting thing is that like production costs are still the same. Like it still takes X amount of time to do a certain kind of video. So it's going to be interesting over the next 10 years to, to watch uh, the pricing of production and how streamlined it can get to accommodate the fleeting value of an actual video just scrolling through a timeline. Hmm. Um, so that's an interesting uh, tidbit I've been thinking about. Yeah, just a little tack on question. Like, what type of video content do you think companies need to focus on in the next year? That's a good question, there Jess. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Jonathan? Go ahead. You're going to answer. It's too good of a question. No, it, it's a tough question, but I think the same type of content that is true across the board. So, whether you're writing blog articles or, or whatever, it's stuff that um, tells your customer who you are yeah i was gonna say i think one thing that isn't gonna change is that people are drawn to what how they feel after watching something Mm -hmm. so if your customer is going to feel a certain way from watching something then that's then that if they if they're gonna feel drawn to you by watching that piece of content then that's the piece of content you need to make if you're just throwing prices and competitors prices out there and there's no emotion behind it then that's not the content you need to make i think that's one thing that won't change moving forward. That's great. And yeah, when when I was thinking about it just now, when you were all talking, I, I started thinking about the types of content that I like and the stuff that I really enjoy is any sort of content that feels authentic. And I feel like authenticity is just such a huge element to the types of content, the types of content that, that work well. Speaking uh, of video content, I just thought of this as well, is that I just, it's Christmas season, I feel like it is saturated with video right now all over my social media. And it's just so clear to see, Jonathan, you were talking about the value of what it takes to make a video. There are tools out there where you can make videos for cheap, but I can tell what's made cheaply and I can tell what's not made cheaply. Um, I don't know if there's anything to say, you know, in addition to that, but (laughs) it's just pretty easy to see. uh, Well, and, and honest, I mean, it does play a role into whether I'm going to purchase or not those products. Um, but sometimes it doesn't as much. I mean, if the message and the delivery is really good, then sometimes it won't, you know, I don't even notice that it's, it was made on a dime, you know? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point, Lucas. So next question comes to us from Grange Digital. They want to know, do the pre-pro bros prefer pre-pro or post pro i do like that question but we're called the pre-pro bros so i gotta go with pre-pro pre-pro we just fist bumped couldn't see that but we did and then you have caitlin who i would say prefers pro pro 
Mm. What does that mean? Just production. Oh, no. <laughs> we, we got pre-pro, yeah. pro-pro, I, and post-pro. <laughs> I actually like post-production the most. Ooh, it's very calming for me. Jonathan, what do you prefer? I can answer this one. Fishing sales, <laughs> airplanes, uh, helicopters, Bell helicopters. <laughs> no, I love I love production. I really do. I, it's more it's yeah it's more it's more funner so you love dump, you love dumping footage don't you that's your favorite thing to do yeah dit dit is, so is my too. favorite that's actually how Jonathan started this business he was just practicing some dit one day and realized i could start a business <laughs> drag and drop baby drag and drop next question actually comes to us from caitlin's boyfriend kyle oh, he did answer question. <laughs> that means she has to answer I'm scared. it. Oh, oh yeah. This is actually a really good question and, and very interesting, I think. He asks, what should businesses have prepared before contacting a production company? Wow. I'm not. I didn't know I'm Kyle not. had to ask a question. <laughs> I know. He actually has brains. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. nice. No, he's actually very intelligent. Brains uh, along <laughs> with the brawn of Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. I think that companies should be prepared with the story they want, the message they want to portray in the video. Um, I also think that it's good to have people in mind from the company that they want to show in the video and have them be prepared because a lot of times we'll go to a place and some interviews aren't as exciting or as um, or I, yeah, as exciting as others and sometimes that makes for a boring video but I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, no, <laughs> no, that was a good that was a good answer. I think both of those things are really great and I think it's it's also okay if you don't know exactly what you want to do, but I think having some sort of direction is important. Um and the clients that we have fall all in that spectrum there. Some of them come to us with the exact idea they want and they just want us to execute and some of them come to us and say I don't know at all what I want to do, but this is our audience, and then we help them come up with an idea. So with that said, knowing your audience is a very important yeah, thing. Maybe at least that. know that. Um, and uh, I mean, besides that, we can help you as much as you want help, but uh, it is helpful to know uh, some of those things that I, I think was talking about. What that boils down to is really knowing the goal of the video, because if you don't know why you're making mm. this video, then it's really hard to create that idea that's really going to work even for your target audience. So I think having that goal set maybe even first is the most important thing. Also, just being realistic, because <laughs> if yeah. someone comes in and they're like, we have $2,000 and we want to make a Michael Bay movie, you're like, sorry, we can't do that. <laughs> so it's just like, when you come to the table at that first meeting and you know kind of the scope of the project and kind of what you want to do, what your budget is, the more the more things you have dialed in at the beginning, the a lot smoother and easier it is for us to kind of think on it and deliver like our ideas. So then we can kind of blend the two together and come up with a nice final product. So to recap, I think what we've said is know your audience, know your goal, uh, know your scope of work, and then I think within that is maybe budget. Somewhere in there. Somewhere. You gotta, <laughs> Somewhere know, you gotta know how much money you budget. gotta spend. So. <clears throat> yeah. So looking through these questions that were submitted to us on Instagram, it's really funny. Um, I've noticed that other people are having this similar issue that I'm about to talk about. Um, and I know Paris Woodall, who's a local artist, she was actually talking about it because she does a lot of uh, questions on her Instagram stories. But there are, are bots 
that will respond <laughs> to your question. What? Yeah. Did it, we get a bot? We've we've got some that are definitely not. We got, you know, some nice page big slate media and things like that but we got some that say i see you love fishing and hey i see you also love the outdoors so jonathan what do you love most about fishing in the outdoors how do we know those are bots yeah what yeah as yeah those could just be nice people that could be from canada that could be nice people yeah there are only nice people in canada Uh, no socially inept Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep that. <laughs> I just want you all to know my editor's Canadian. Oh my god. <laughs> so then he or she knows what we're talking about. <laughs> we love you all. Oh, that's amazing. Shout what out. That? Shout out to Chris's editor. Does he love fishing and the outdoors? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Jonathan, please answer. I'm interested. Okay, can you ask the question? Yeah. What, so the question is, I see you love fishing. Response? <laughs> Rebel? Yes. What's your favorite fishing pole? Uh, a fly rod. What's your favorite fishing lure? A uh, tequila. Today's episode sponsored by Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> <laughs> if you could fish from an airplane, would you do it? Oh my goodness, yes. Have you seen the new drones that have like the... the Enough topic. Okay, sorry. They have, that might be a good question for you though, because we haven't talked about social media management. So like, what do you do with bots and stuff like that? On ah, your actually, to bring it back. To nice turnaround. Yeah. So Sam like, just said... I don't, but hold I don't on, I got to tell you about this drone thing. So... <laughs> They literally, they're a drone that you attach your fishing line to and you fly it out from the beach and it drops your fishing line like 500 yards, you know, however far you want to go off, off the beach. So you can like basically go deep sea fishing from the shore. So drones and fishing. Yes. Come on. Throw in tums and those are your favorite. <laughs> oh, throw in tums. tums. <laughs> we also talk about how i thought fly fishing like basically until our blunt shoot i thought fly fishing was like fishing from a plane yikes oh jess <laughs> she's not from around like here. my entire life oh jess so jess as our social media manager what is your opinion on using bots if a company were to come to come to us and kind of bring that up what would you tell them oh so you mean like someone that's like we really need instagram followers so let's do the whole follow unfollow scenario yeah 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 don't do it (laughs) why not the the most i would say the most important type of engagement is meaningful engagement with the right people and if you're trying to utilize a bot to just follow as many people as possible you're not going to actually get the right kind of people in your network. So I would highly suggest not utilizing it. And going back to what we talked about earlier, just being authentic is the most important thing in terms of how you market and utilize content. And that is probably the least authentic thing you can do. No. So I would advise heavily, don't do it. What about for personal uh, Instagram growth? Yeah, I, I do see that, Lucas, you were you were killing it on these question submissions because I got, if I could get Jess to manage my social media for a week mm. or a month, how many followers would I get? That's that, a good experiment. Uh, again, I don't know how you know that was me that asked that, but... Do you not know how like Instagram questions no. work? <laughs> Why do you think I need you to run my Instagram? <laughs> hey, okay, so, so for the next next podcast i think that in the, in the in-between time that you should take over his follower or his instagram account and see how many followers it'd be a good experiment <laughs> insert in, in 
I like it. Interesting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just going to delete Instagram after this. You're going to have, oh, shout, what's your editor's Alan. name? Alan. Alan. Oh, buddy, we are so sorry. 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 Sorry, Alan. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Alan. Big Al with the keys. Yeah, I know that we have to wrap up soon, but I just wanted to throw in one more last question that I just thought of. I want to know. Don't sigh. It might be a good question. We don't know. Um, I was going to ask, do we have any New Year's resolutions uh, going into the new year? Either, either personal or from a company standpoint and video production. I'll start. I'd like to have less heartburn. Jess. Preach. Tell Tom's. I want to drink more water and just be a little bit healthier. I would like to pick up a hobby that has nothing to do with work. Nice. Mm, that is super healthy. Encourage that. Um, I would like to fish more. I actually, I heard about this awesome thing where you can fish using a drone, and I really want to try it. <laughs> I think I'm the, only, I'm the only one in the office that's allowed to do it, though. Um, that's have, my passion project. Yeah, you have a license. I think you're the only one with a license. Uh, Jonathan, do you have any New Year's resolutions for the company? I would like for us to actually do our passion projects. We open this podcast. We're talking about the content that clients that we want to work with and stuff that we want to do. And we may not always make money doing those things. But like we also talked about, those are like the passions and the things that we want to do. So we, um, if you don't know, we as a company, like (laughs) this last like quarter, we tried hard to uh, have everybody come up with an idea and we were going to create that project and we just got too busy and it just kept getting pushed off and pushed off. So now we have these great ideas, but we haven't done them yet. So that's, that's the new year's resolution. We're gonna make time. We're going to carve out time to do it. So sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Is that good? Everybody on board with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess to kind of wrap up the entire episode, which was super fun, I'm really glad we could finally have everyone together in this room. Uh, and I'm really glad Caitlin got to experience uh, the madness <laughs> of, of no content uh, podcast recording. Uh, but Jonathan, just as this year comes to a close and we reflect on just what an awesome year it was, is there anything that you want to say out there to, to anyone listening and, and the Knoxville community about the close of this year and what, what we're looking forward to in 2020? Hmm. That is a great question. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think I could probably talk for a while, but I'll keep it short. Um, this year has been incredible and we as a company have like what an awesome blessing that we get to do what we love and we get to do it with people that we love, and we get to work with people that we enjoy working with. Um, I can't think of a single client or like really experience, um, and (laughs) you guys may think differently, but where it's like a a project went so south or just so terrible that it was like, you know what, this is not worth it. This is not what I signed up for. Um, And that's amazing that we've had a year of work, and I feel like that is very true to be said, which is cool. so, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just thankful. I think that's at the end of the day, I'm just thankful. Like we have an amazing team and we get to do amazing things and it's because of our clients and, uh, because of the Knoxville community kind of in general. And I could get on a soapbox about that too, but, um, yeah, I just want to say thank you to, if you're listening and you are a client, I want to say thank you because you make it possible for us to kind of live our dream, um, which is awesome. So 
group hug everyone we're hugging you can't see it but we're We're definitely hugging thanks so much everyone for listening to this episode of no content we'll be back at you in 2020 free pro bros Here comes Santa Claus, here, here comes Santa, Santa Claus, Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> these reindeer pulling on the <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. Boom, boom, boom. Hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom.